you ever wish that you could sleep forever? Do I ever? Are we? Are we rolling? This is a podcast. I have a business. Cool. Idea yeah, we're good. About sleep. <coughs> um, there are time. There are times where I wish I could do hibernation for sure. I actually have a business idea. Oh yeah. It's called breakup coma. Breakup coma. Okay. You. It's a very. It's an elite service like Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow level. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You pay to go in, a, in an induced coma. Um, there are different tiers of how long you're in the coma. You they, know? Knock, they knock you in the head with a bat. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a one month, two month, three month, whatever. While you're in the coma, it's sponsored by skincare brands. So, you know, they do like really nice, you know, a little, maybe a little Botox, face mask, whatever. They move your muscles around. You wait, And then I intravenously give you antidepressants. You mm. wake up from the coma. You have recovered from the sad thing. You look really good. You're really thin. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> And then you and then you help get to move on, but break I, up coma used for all sorts of sad events. The thing is, I feel like a breakup is not like a like a chemical event. Like you need to think through the things that happened in the breakup. Well, right? here's to pushing to that down. Yeah, you know, here's to <laughs> nope. We are not bringing that up. It's like, I don't want to. I want to be put into a medical coma. Oh my. <laughs> skin to improve. Uh, I want to never think about the breakup. And yeah, right. that sounds good. Okay. I mean, ultimately you want, it, it would be simpler to just wake up sort of done with it at the end of the day. Right. Like you, obviously you should, you know, process. Right. And maybe there's a week long minimum you have to have processed. <laughs> I, I, so we broke up a week ago. I think I'm good. I just want to be <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah, I don't need a job for the next three months. <laughs> right, right, right. right, right. I, don't need to, I, I don't want to see anyone I love. <laughs> yeah. How? Well, what's your? So this is like good. It's for like the uber wealthy. Yeah. This is like a really elite, like fucked up. So yeah. So this is like Bezos breaks yes, up with exactly. uh, what's her the news lady Maria Menounos or whatever. <laughs> I didn't know who was seeing someone. You know, Ariana Huffington. <laughs> <laughs> Hilaria Baldwin. Hilaria. Hilaria. Cucumber. Cucumber. <laughs> How you say him? How you say Cucumber. God, what, I mean, that it would be nice to sell something like that to the uber wealthy where you just, is it expensive to put someone through oh, yeah. a coma? They'd probably be covered on like medical insurance, right? Well, even you just the hospital cost alone. I mean, I guess you could do it at home. Yeah, I mean, I, hmm. in 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 my head, you have your own facility, <laughs> right? Right, like right, right. With everyone just sort of lined up and like it's like an upscale spa, right? But you do have to come, like you have to move your muscles every day, you could get bed sores. Probably like, they could mm. they do a little, you know, well, you work, have to, work you on have you. To for, yeah. They could like shock your prostate. Oh so. god, I thought you were jerking someone off. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think for male patients in comas, you have to maybe you you don't maybe have, have to wet. jack them off. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, do you think they have wet dreams? There's 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 a nurse who's like confused. Sarah does that freelance. She goes to the <laughs> hospital, hospital and jacks off coma. She's like, you have to, or else they die. Like, well, what? if they're really unconscious, <laughs> yeah, just like a nurse on their first day, and just like wait. What? I was told in medical yeah. schools, like, when, what school? When do we jack them off? Yeah, what, <laughs> when do I get to jack them off? Was That's it you more... who told me that you thought when you have a doctor's appointment, they measure your penis? No, actually my whore ex-wife uh, <laughs> I thought that. <laughs> Tell them some of your non-binary slur ideas. No, no, it's not a slur, but it's just if I was non-binary, my name would be Gomper. <laughs> that would be my non-binary name. Um, I was talking uh, about the queer ultimatum show. Oh my god, Netflix. I'm, I'm, I'm really that? deep into that. Um, queer ultimatum. Yeah, it's the ultimatum. You, I just, really should have gone on this show. <laughs> I just got a queer ultimatum. Yeah. Um, the, the ultimatum is 
Do you mind? It's uh, I know, I, I absolutely. You, you come on. It's You're you, only you. <laughs> better work. Yeah. You <laughs> come on. It's two people. You're only eligible if one of you has said, "I want to get married," or "We're breaking up," and the other one isn't sure. So you come on the show and you spend a week. There's five couples, and you all swap partners. And mm. then you spend a week living with your, or two weeks living with your new partner, and then you live with your original partner. And there are only three options. You either leave engaged to the person you come with, engaged to the new partner, mm -hmm. or single. I feel like I would start to cry if I... <laughs> There's a lot of crying. <laughs> There's a lot of crying. <laughs> yeah. Well, you sort of already did that in your life. Good. I'm glad we're covering it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, not, so imagine not... that was like televised, right? <laughs> yeah. And that everyone uh -huh. got to see that. Yeah, I mean, that would probably be incredibly painful. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I'll go. Yeah. Well, yeah. What were you going to say about the show? Um, there, uh, so I was almost going to meet Ray. Wow. Who was Wait, which one is she? Uh, she is the one dating Lexi, the she, she girl with the big boobs. Wait, why is that queer? The the tall, they're all, they're all uh, lesbians. Oh, okay. you didn't say that. Okay. I'm not a lesbian. I can't go on the show. But they had they, straight. They had a straight last um, Wait, she's the, the tall one. Tall, with big the, boobs, no, Jewish. No, but this is her partner. So yeah, The, the Ray, original partner Ray, the, yeah. who's dating Vanessa, the bitch. Yes. So I haven't so, seen. You would hate this one. Oh my God. Okay. So, but we were. So my, I was with a group where uh, someone knew this like big group of lesbians and apparently uh, we, we went out with them and like the whole time everyone was like Ray's supposed to show up because there wow. was this like, uh, they were doing like a progressive party, okay. which is where you go to like different um, apartments and it's like a different lesbian stereotype. So like every hour is like they would go and it'd be like a... Um, high femme and so everyone would dress up like high femme for this sort of thing and then it would be like a hey mamas or uh, I forget the other two lesbians but that was like it was this okay. group of lesbians doing like four different lesbian parties and you had to change outfits at every location I think that was the or I think you it was like to see who would show up to each one mm. sort of thing I don't know okay um I but think so, Ray's the most boring character on the whole yeah, show. Yeah, but so that's... I don't they like were just... lesbians in general. <laughs> I find them like very um, judgmental and I kind of don't know how to like be around them. Sorry, you were saying something? <laughs> um, sleep, yeah. Yeah, sleep. Uh, yeah, we probably mean whatever. But um, it was kind of cool to see how like... Also, that's kind of what everyone said. They were just like excited for to see someone in media sort of... Mm part of their group and then they were all like yeah but she's not she's like the least cool one yeah. and then that was sort of just like how they left it and then they all went to the party and then I went to where did I go after I went home I went home what are generally do you have a lot of friends who are lesbian um are you high femme I'm um, a hey mama <laughs> I guess I don't know what those mean I think hey mama means like kind of like fuck boy lesbian right like, I, 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 yeah it's yeah. like um backwards cap I don't think it's necessarily butch, uh -huh. okay. and I don't think. Do you think we could like call a lesbian? <laughs> or... <laughs> God, I was uh, with another one of my lesbian friends recently. You, and you're you're a lesbian. I mean, I'm a les I'm a lesbian savant. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm a sommelier of lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mama. <laughs> oh, that's a oh, that's a high femme right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's you like eating their pussy. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, oh, we should. We Did should I probably. Say something? Is that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. 
sleep. You wanted to talk about sleep. I wanted to talk about sleep. You just woke up from a nap. Sure did. Any anything on naps that you had ready to rock and roll with? Um, or sleep in y- general? You'd think probably, right? Because I wanted to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just kind of go. Yeah. Um, I uh, pretty much have to nap every go day. Go off. Thank you. I pretty much have to nap every day. Or I get really sleepy between. You have like, to wake up really early. Not really. I have to wake up like seven forty-five. Not that early. What time do you go to sleep? Midnight or one. Yeah. I usually get like six to seven hours. Nap, nap territory. Not mm-hmm. like nine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I get sleepy in the middle of the day every day. And uh, um, often if I sleep enough, if I get nine hours of sleep, I'll still nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> uh, my father is that same way, and my grandfather was also that way. So it's an Italian thing. It's actually a Spanish thing. Ah, it's a siesta. siesta. Yeah, of mm. course. The ancestral siesta is within me. Um, and uh, I rarely dream then. Generally, my routine to fall asleep for a nap is I make a big meal with a lot of like carbs, usually a lot of like <laughs> pasta, something like that. I eat like a Just big Just doing meal. everything that you're not supposed to do yeah. for yeah. sleep. So big meal, you know, eat that. I'm like woozy. You do I'm, this after work? Uh, no, um, like on weekends, sometimes mm. after work. Um, but also sometimes I do it at work and then I sleep in my office. Anyway, <laughs> I just imagine in, in my office. Just I, I, in a chair. And honestly, I put my head on the floor and I put my feet up on the chair. I imagine. But I, uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I imagine you doing the same thing she's doing, but it's a much lower level. So hers <laughs> is like goop, you know, high society. I'm like Medicaid. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like, so here at the office, <laughs> I don't know, we got a big bowl of chowder, communal chowder. You just take seven ladles of that, <laughs> eat a whole baguette, wait until your stomach hurts. You, she broke up with you because you're ugly. <laughs> Fall asleep, I wake up. And <laughs> Groan for 20 minutes, then you'll fall asleep <laughs> for about an hour and a half. Feel worse, much worse mm-hmm. when you wake up. But just if I was doing a lifestyle brand, this would be a part of it. Okay, so my lifestyle brand. So this is especially when I was working from home. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what I do when I work from home. Mm. Big meal, a lot of like pasta maybe a pizza something like that right get in bed uh you know yeah hit that a little bit you know you should say for the people listening get the coma jerk off get get, get my jack on mm-hmm. from the nurse i get my nurse and nurse would jack me i do that um it's throw, you throw pretending a- to be asleep the whole time <laughs> <laughs> but after after the jack throw on a podcast immediately like yeah. no space for my thoughts like yeah. come as i'm wiping it up start the podcast <laughs> Put on a sleep timer for about 30 minutes. Then I put on a timer for 36 minutes. Okay. So I'll wake up in 36 minutes. I'll have a little bit of time where it's silent. Um, never sleep until the p- podcast shuts off. I usually get up about like 15 minutes in. And then I um, drink uh, coffee. That's my nap routine. God, that cannot be good. That's for the dumbest you. shit I've ever. It, it ruins There's so your day. much time around. <laughs> it, it ruins your day. You have to. <laughs> the nap prep and recovery is like four times the length of the nap. Yeah, and it takes like four hours to feel normal after that. <laughs> you you ate awful food. You jacked up the middle of the day, so I feel like a monster. <laughs> That's the you, dumbest shit I've ever heard in my and life. And I don't even sleep that long. I sleep for like ten minutes. Yeah, you you have. You wake up naturally. Uh, yeah, just wake up naturally. But like, like when I napped just now, I didn't do, obviously didn't jack off. I, ju- I just why not? Um, why I, is that obvious? Um, <laughs> Would you be in a much better mood? Obviously, I, I didn't jack off. I was at work. That's why. <laughs> um, and uh, I um, covering uh, his bases. Nice. Yeah, fell asleep for ten minutes. On purpose. On purpose. I woke up naturally after ten minutes. That's a siesta. That's what you do to siesta. You sleep for a very small amount of time. You wake up very rested. 
Just a Spanish guy in Spain be like, so you a uh, jerk off? <laughs> <laughs> you say, uh, masturbate your little dick. Uh, <laughs> Make lots of little cummies. I don't know. <laughs> um, <mwah. laughs> that's, that's a joke. Yeah. There's a tapas joke in pew, 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 there somewhere. There's, yeah, there's Arriba! Yeah. <laughs> What's this? Uh, Mexican. Mexican, yeah. So in Spain, they would probably like get a poron. You know what a poron is? One of those things. The sword? It's like a, you could get a sword too. It's like a thing that you pour wine out of. Have a oh, yeah, that. right. Okay. Oh. Um, you guys uh, have any, what are you going to say? I just want to say, what's your nap routine? You guys. Um, if I'm if I'm lucky, it's I am listening to something already, and I'm already on bed or on the couch. On bed. And it's it's uh, I'm, it's something very uninteresting. I'm already kind of checked out, and I kind of naturally fall asleep like that. Mm. If I try to schedule an app, I gotta be honest. I did judge you quite a bit. It's more or less the same process. Yeah. I don't eat. Yeah. I don't eat a full meal, but it is like. An hour of like trying to get there and then 45 minutes and then two hours of recovery. Mm -hmm. Only 45 minutes of real nap. Mm -hmm. um, doesn't doesn't work for me, honestly. I prefer the way I did it just now where I was already kind of ready to nap and it mm -hmm. sort of naturally happened. Well, I said it ruins your day and it kind of does, but also I am not sleepy anymore when I wake up. Sometimes I'll be like nauseous in the middle of the day randomly and I'll wake up not nauseous. Like it does help me in some ways. Mm -hmm. That's why I do it. Yeah. I try to not nap. I get anxious after I nap. I, I used to nap a lot in college because like you'd have time between mm -hmm. classes and whatever. But now that I'm in the office all the time and sometimes I'll nap and then I'll get up and then I have to like go to dinner or go to my next thing and I need recovery time. Yeah. So I try to push through and just have an early night, but I'm a big sleep diva. Like I sleep nine hours a night. I. I don't set <laughs> alarms. Like I try to like wake up naturally with my REM cycle. I wear an eye mask. I have two white noise machines Holy and a shit. fan. I have. Why do you have two white noise machines? Because Casey's is my boyfriend. His snore is has two different frequencies. So I once recorded his snore and then went to um, a store and played it in front of white noise machines to try and match. Because if someone's snoring like, mm, but your white noise machine is like. Mm, then it won't you'll still hear mm. it so I have a white you, noise and, it, and it's like this it goes like this like that you think that's good no i think you need oh. to nap a little longer yeah. um well. and i got the right frequencies but it required two white noise machines so i have the white noise machines and then i have the fan and then i have the ac um and i have to sleep on my side with a like thick pillow between my knees otherwise my hips hurt mm -hmm. such a, a girl thing um and i have to crack my toes out my toes hurt all the time, and ideally, I'm a, a little bit high. And then I listen to my audiobook um, on sleep timer for ten to fifteen minutes. This and is then, this is really is a whole routine. Well, I have a big night. I'm, I, I like have I, a big. I, night I think night. I had a routine too. I also, <laughs> <laughs> I also like. I can't nap if I have too much adrenaline. Got it. Like remember yeah. when you slept on my couch and I couldn't sleep because we were chatting. Yeah. And then I had a lot of like adrenaline from laughing, and then I had to take a Benadryl because I couldn't fall asleep for like two hours. It takes like. I have to like really nurse myself to sleep like a wet nurse, but Got I'm it. my own wet nurse and the baby. I'm both. I'm so multifaceted. Yeah. So my nighttime routine is I take 12 Benadryl. I, <laughs> I fight the hat man until I'm exhausted. And then I fight Jack my little dick and then I go to bed. <laughs> fight the hat man until he jerks me off. Right. Um, and yeah. I think we're in a sleep epidemic. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I think. Uh, insomnia epidemic. I think sleep is a vegetable 
and people aren't eating enough vegetables or getting enough sleep. And I think it's a huge public health I do, issue. I do agree. I do. I have done a better job of prioritizing my sleep over the past few years. If in a day you can prioritize exercise, sleep, food, whatever, I always pick sleep no matter what. It's the best thing you can do. And it's really tied to longevity and all sorts of like stuff, skin, aging. I'm a big like kind of the opposite. I'm like, I don't need You're like, you want to live a shitty life. No, I'm like, uh, no, I want to live a full life. I want to stay out. I want to wake up early. You know, I want to like um, I feel jack that off I and nap and eat shitty food. In the <laughs> do, I can't enjoy my next day if I'm exhausted all day. I'm just waiting to get through the day and I'm waiting mm -hmm. to fall asleep again rather than enjoying the day. I would say like if I get four hours of sleep, then my next day is ruined. If I get like six, I'm fine. I'm not fine. Your thoughts? <clears throat> um, I've done it both ways. And honestly, I... You work in a restaurant, so what? you sleep not good. I don't sleep amazing. Yeah. Because I'm out late quite a bit. I'm a night owl. But I also... The earliest I go into work is 10 a.m. So it's really not too bad. Sure. Um, I'll typically get seven hours, I'd say. Uh, but then, like, day off, I'll definitely sleep in coast until, like... Sometimes twelve thirty. Nice. Really, really dive into it. I cannot um, sleep in as a rule. Like the latest I wake up. I mean, if I stay out with like an alarm, four a.m. No, I wake up naturally at like ten, maybe. But like, me too. Generally, if I go to bed on the weekends, whatever, I always wake up at like eight thirty. See, I've always, I've always been a sleeper in her all my whole life. There's, there's been times. I would say my threshold for sleeping in. Is better now, but it used to be pretty dis disgusting. I, there yeah. was one time where I woke up, I want to say at 4 p.m. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. I was like yeah. in college. Yeah, I took a year I off. I was drinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I took a year off, I would like stay up until 5 a.m. smoking weed every day. And then I would like fall asleep for like 12 hours. Like, would, <laughs> that's it was what like, my quarantine life it was, was like. It was like dark again. <laughs> yeah. Like I would just lived in I just in didn't want to like be alive. Yeah. <laughs> so there was no point. Mm -hmm. Thanks for some <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for support, Nick. My, uh, yeah, I, I love the first few months of uh, I, uh, the core. It was so much fun. What were sleep? Do you guys do? Like, were you guys sleepover kids? Because I know some kids weren't. I hate to sleepover. Loved sleepovers. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Loved sleepovers. Loved sleepovers. Loved sleepovers up to a certain certain mean the, age. Mean the boys. Yeah. You know I mean, talking about <laughs> girls we liked. Damn. It were, sounds like you guys weren't bullied at your sleepovers. <laughs> I was definitely bullied at my sleepovers. For what? People draw my I face. Like I get it. Yeah. <laughs> People do pranks. Also, my parents, like my parents wouldn't let me have like caffeine or like junk food or soda. It's so, like no one really wanted to sleep at my house. Oh, yeah. And then it's are. still even as an adult, it gets very hard for me to like I would never sleep on someone's couch or like crash at someone's place because they don't have all my items. See, I had to recently because of my whore ex-wife. <laughs> uh, I had to leave my apartment. So, yeah. Do you have any impressions of my apartment or? Um, your apartment is nice. Uh, not as nice as the apartment I moved out of with my poor ex-wife. <laughs> um, it's near the water. And the address is as follows. Did you like my big shirt? What big shirt? You were like, it's. I was in my natural form. I, I do not remember the shirt. I was wearing a big shirt. Like a bedtime shirt? Like a bedtime shirt. Yeah. Um, I feel like sleepovers for me were great. Uh uh, so we would always do pranks to other people's homes. Um, okay. So we yes, I would do that too. I would we never do that. Sneak out. Yeah. Urinate. 
Yep. Urinate on cars. Um, Urine. What? Yeah, lots of. Do you do truth or dare? Yeah, that kind of stuff. There, so we. Pros and cons. <clears throat> yeah. The big thing, obviously, to do in like a suburban neighborhood is go teepeeing, throw toilet paper. Mm -hmm. You know, it's oh. very fun. I could never ask my parents to <laughs> get toilet paper. So I would just steal the old lady's grapefruits from her yard, like rotting grapefruits, or just pick them off the tree. But we California. Would, in California. What yeah. old lady? Just down the street. Oh, okay. Like just we she just had the a hat man. <laughs> the old lady. <laughs> she had three grapefruit trees. She was brittle and was never gonna pick them. So I think she was always just surprised that they kinda took care of what themselves. What would you do with them? Um, we like throw pee, the meth pee on them. <laughs> we tear them apart. We'd stuff them in mailboxes, like yeah. jam pack them. That's wow. fun. Uh, <laughs> one time, someone broke a window. Uh, that was Jesus. Um, yeah, we would do all sorts of nasty stuff like that. Not for, Do you guys have a fork alone? No. You What's that? you take a plastic fork and then you break it, so you have to like pick the individual little pieces. Oh, wow. But then, like, if you're trying to walk around your yard, you can't really see them. So you're walking around, you step on the little pieces, and they stab you in the foot. That is diabolical. <laughs> what? Yes, this was. I didn't have shit. a yard. Oh. Yeah, we would do. <laughs> we only did this once or twice, and there is no fucking reason to do this. <laughs> we would tie a rope to a um, mailbox and then tie it to a car. <laughs> just rip, rip someone's mailbox off, and then drive around the corner, untie it, and then just drive. <laughs> It's like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, that's so that's bad. such a mean thing. Uh, I remember we, we had a couple of things like that. Yeah. The uh, I remember there was a little, there was like a moment where everyone was getting mailbox. Like everyone was like doing yeah the fucking driving around in a car hitting mailbox with baseball bats. And I remember my uh, my friend John built like a fucking brick like a uh, mailbox so that like they couldn't do it again. Mm -hmm. And then. Someone came in with a baseball bat and just like bashed it <laughs> in that way. And I was like, damn. Just evil. That's awful. Yeah, you're cooking. You're cooking. One time there was a, a part, we used to hang out in this field. It was called The Field <laughs> with the old I, woman and the hat man. I mean, they're really like childhood stuff. just like, oh, the the house on the hill or some shit. Yeah. Like, it's like, that's kind of. Oh, The Field. We're like, oh, we should take what would our, you do there? Prom pictures at The Field. No, just, we would just do everything. <laughs> We would like smoke weed there. We would play. Each other? We would play frisbee. I, I got head there one time from a yeah. I was gonna say yeah. No, I <laughs> a remember a female woman. I remember it used to be a big thing when you we were like I don't know twelve or thirteen. My friends would just leave to go finger a girl behind yes. a tree. Correct. And we all knew. We all talked about it, but then they were just like, "Get out of here, you crazy kid!" They were yeah. just fucking go go handle. We'd like. I never had any of these experiences. We had just this thing be, called a burn book where everyone at the sleepover would have to put their name on a piece of paper and then everyone took turns writing down what was ugly about that person on the paper and then the paper would make it way back to the original girl. That's kind of the like the female equivalent. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, it was like, awful. Just reckless, diabolical, evil. See, you guys were going after each other. We we You went after a mailbox. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we decided we have external I, enemies. We bombed I was the mailbox. <laughs> I um 
so next to the field there was a parking lot for like a housing complex and one night like we just got drunk and just tried to open all the doors on cars and steal, <laughs> steal shit out of cars you like need a hobby yeah no we really didn't have any none of us did well in school we're That's all crazy. Just smoking weed no one had good parents it was great it was, wow it was the time of my life <laughs> right yeah. it's kind of it's kind of good someone once ate a, a a donut off someone's hard Asshole. hard penis it, even better wait wow. what yeah a woman ate a donut off of a what hard flavor penis. was the donut but hold um, on but hold on in the, the middle i don't know was this in front of everyone <laughs> no it was kind of off to the side okay there was a photo but there was a photo but we didn't. i just can't imagine like getting hard with Excuse the thought process of like i need to put a donut over my dick right now you're 16 bro like it's just <laughs> no thoughts just vibes. and there's a girl kissing you you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna get hard gonna put get a hard. donut on your dick <laughs> yeah. yeah my bad um fascinating i wonder what the whole process of a sleepover like what like because in my head you don't have to do it like like i wonder what kick-started that routine mm. of like i think parents want to get rid of their kids for the night oh yeah. right i think people they, take turns or like the night before like <laughs> my brother had like a big soccer game or something i was like sent to go have a sleepover like it's because good, you were stressed you'd be he was on rest. i was a stressful <laughs> i was a stressful presence in the home had to get his mental right yeah yeah before yeah, the yeah. Game. yeah. Yeah. Before the big game, that's fair. Third grade. Okay, yeah, that... we didn't rotate ever at all. I was just like always at my friend's house. Oh, really? Just doing drugs and fingering each other. <laughs> yeah, no, that it does. two at once. Yeah. God, you were an animal. Where does the donut go? <laughs> yeah, and the donuts right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the Who synth guy. Like <laughs> stupid people. How, what would the term for that be called when you're fingering two chicks with a donut on your dick? <laughs> Some kind of glaze. <laughs> yeah, the glaze. The double glazed. Double glazed the munchkin. Chocolate. Some, <laughs> the two assholes. The four, the four fingered glaze. The uh... no, like uh, chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> oh right, double yeah. chocolate something. Yeah, like double chocolate glaze. Double chocolate glaze. Double chocolate glaze. All right, <laughs> yeah. that'll be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any enemies you guys have? Donald J. Trump. <laughs> That's brave. Your whore ex-wife. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's for me to say. They're up there. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how the next couple of days I, go. I uh, had an enemy in the uh, in It sounds grade. like you had a lot of... An enemy, <laughs> an enemy who um, stole my crush in 10th grade. Um, it was very traumatic for me. Um, she actually ended up leaving the school, which was a big, big win. When, yeah, girl. no, I was going to say, sometimes, I feel like sometimes the... Like I won. Yeah, the people who like cause like early havoc in like the first two years of high school... Totally. ...are usually out by They're the out. back half. Yeah. Um, what was that process like? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Mm -hmm. um, uh, she was in my bunk at camp and we, she was camp also... Camp and so, school. So she, I was transferred schools before okay. into high school. My, my school ended in eighth grade, so I had to transfer high schools. And there was a girl in my bunk who already went to the new high school I was going to. Which was K through 12, I imagine? Which was K through 12. So she'd already been there. And I was like, oh, great. Like, I already know someone because we go to camp together. And we're at camp and we go to the camp dance. I went to an all-girls camp and an all-girls school. And we show up. I think that's why I don't know a lot of the this, this references. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't even want You don't want, you don't to, want to get into it? <laughs> Dignify that with a comment. <laughs> okay. So, um, Spider-Man is. 
I know like who. I was like, oh, you know Spider Man? She went like this. She was like, oh. It was, dear, she's dear, like a, she's like an immigrant. Kazakh. Yeah, she's like an Uzbek immigrant. She's like, oh, Bing, 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 a big spioter. Did I did I tell <laughs> you? man. I was at the restaurant and I, don't, I couldn't tell where this guy was from, but I at some point I told him I did comedy, and he goes, he taps me on the shoulder as he's leaving. And he goes, first mistake. I hope you make it the big Jay Leno style. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's yes. really great. Correct. Such a good immigrants. Like <laughs> this is the figure I have. I'm yeah. 62. I hope you make it the big Jelena style. <laughs> and I was like, yes. you should make that your Insta bio. That's yeah. really funny. Make, make, make going, it a big Jelena style. Making a big Jelena style. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, okay. Canceled the next Jelena. <laughs> so we're at camp. We have the dance. I wanted to get my first kiss, and I was wearing an orange shirt, and there was a boy wearing an orange shirt. And Tenth grade, fifteen. This was the summer before ninth grade. Okay, perfect. That's when I got my first kiss. Left. Okay, probably beat you. Um, so we're at the dance, and they were like, "We both have orange shirts. Like we should make out." And he lived in New York. <laughs> we should double chocolate. Lips. <laughs> I got the donut. You have one of the chocolates. So you know, like at dances, like the boys go over here and the girls go over here, and usually there's like there was one boy who had a long term girlfriend and one girl who had a boyfriend, and they were like the matchmakers. So they like <laughs> met in the middle, and they were like, "This is who wants to kiss who." And then the guy in the orange shirt came over, Daniel, um, and he was Shut like, up. "Do you want to go make like make out?" And my friend, she gave me like the EO slip bomb. That was huge. And she, and then we went upstairs to the broom closet. Everyone just took turns and we made out. It was like really gross. I did not know there would be teeth. It was like a nightmare. But then he asked for my camp address. And we spent the whole summer writing like love letters to each other. And it was like a really big deal. Like every time I got a love letter, I'd sit down my whole bunk in a semicircle and I'd like read the letter aloud. It was like very dramatic. And I like thought I was in love with this person. Like I'd met him for maybe an hour. Um, and then the last letter he wrote, he asked me if we wanted to be boyfriend and girlfriend. We got back to New York. I was like, yes. Okay, we get back. Radio silence. I called his landline, found his address, wrote him a letter, called his home phone. I called, I Fuck. emailed him. I Facebook Shot message. his mom. Facebook <laughs> message him. Tied texted up him. His, tied up his mom. Radio. Yeah. Took his family. Silence. Yeah. Okay. But the girl that was in my grade was like, oh, I like know one of Daniel's friends. I'll go to like a party he's at and I'll figure out what's going on so she went to the party um and she was supposed to text me that night she was supposed to like confront him and be like why aren't you texting sarah like why did you why aren't you interested in her anymore and, like in my head this was going to be my husband like mm. i was obsessed yeah um and she doesn't text me that night and i was like that's fishy i get back to school the next day and she's avoiding me locks and then she comes up to me and she's like daniel and i made out and he's now God, this my boyfriend. Yeah, this guy's got was, some yeah. kind of charisma. And I was he's like, like the hottest guy on earth. He know. looked awful. Then he, <laughs> he's I was, like a fat. You know, he's really. He looked like Spock. Like he was really, really <laughs> ugly. And then I a screenshot <laughs> circulated of the high school, where someone had texted Daniel, "Why don't you want Sarah anymore to be Sarah's boyfriend?" And he had texted back, "Camp hot is different from real hot." Wow. And Whoa. that circulated around that the is high school. Deficit. It was. I didn't go to school for a couple of days. Like I, I still think about that all the time. It was awful. And then this fucking bitch wore this guy's hoodies every day to school. Then we went on a field trip and I was the new kid. And they were like, oh, let's put Sarah to be roommates with this girl. Cause they already know each other from camp. And for a week I had to be this girl's roommate. She's FaceTiming him. She's Fuck. like, I'm gonna give you a blow job. Like wow. it was awful. Everyone, Psychological warfare. It was really, really psycho. Then she like tried to like, 
Can I just say this is the best enemy story I've heard? So this is a is huge fucking, issue. It was this a huge, is huge deep. problem. This is really our good. moms got involved. I like thought I talked to like my school security. She was like, I'm gonna come over to your house. I like told the school security guard they were like, Do you need this to like walk you home? Like I started sleeping at my grandparents. She it said, was like your enemy said you're, she was gonna come to your house? No, no, no. The school security guard said that they were gonna like the security come. guard was like little boy, no problem. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> They like wanted to like walk me home. Like they thought this girl was gonna like stab me. Like it was psycho. Um, and she like kept messaging me and I would like block her and then she'd message me and she'd be like, you can't block me. You can't block me. <laughs> um, and then she like never came back to school one day and it turned out she had like gone to like a mental health sort of rehab. If I was the police, I would be investigating you. <laughs> me? <laughs> it wasn't a me problem. Um, and then she transferred to schools and I never ever saw her again. Bitch. Wow. Yeah, let's go. That's fucking... I don't think I've story. ever told you that story. No. Really, really a horrible traumatic moment. My enemy my is Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of good. I think I want, I turned out on top. Yeah. I am right. a stand-up comedian now. Yeah. You know what I mean? The That's, I mean, to not, wow. We didn't ever get cl like closure though in any way. But she is probably the person who is my biggest enemy. enemy yeah. Fair in terms enough. of like did like wrong to me. There are a lot of people that I don't like and I consider them my enemies because I find their personalities grating, but um, no one's ever like, few people have truly wronged me to that level. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm annoyed just walking around, like just walking down the street, I'll see someone, I'm annoyed by them. I'm annoyed by like 99% of people. Yeah. Including like I, most people I like, I'm annoyed yeah. by them also. Most it gives of, me a vibe of like Oscar the Grouch or like Shrek in the swamp. <laughs> That's sort of the vibe I get from him. Yeah, I'm very shy. And when you get to know me more, you know that I'm actually like very judgmental and like mm -hmm. not really, not, not a really nice. judgmental person. Yeah. I remember hanging out with you at Tiny Cupboard one time and uh, we like what? <laughs> Tiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Touching a hang at Na Tiny. Name, name drop, whatever. Um, <laughs> and I remember like it was the first time I like said something like, oh, like, uh, I was like pretty new. To being at the tiny and like you were like I was like talking to you was like oh do you know that guy and you're like yeah and I was like is he cool and you're like no nah. <laughs> I was like that sounds like me yeah. which guy uh, maybe we could talk about it after um <clears throat> we should talk about it after. yeah okay, okay. cool yeah. <laughs> yeah that sounds about right um but now I mean you talked about comedy enemies at one point last time so. I thought about this. I've gotten mm. into a couple of fights with friends of mine where briefly they were my enemy. Or like for a couple of years they were my enemy. But now like we're friends again. Can I can I say I don't yeah. I used to get in more spats as a kid because I felt like I was more open to people. Now I feel like I'm pretty closed off. Mm. So usually I'll start off So you don't even get to that point? Yeah. Like I'll start off with someone I I don't like you. And then there will be a hang where it's like, you're the best. Yeah, this is so we, often. we should we should hang out more. You're good people. Like I was talking to That's friends. never happened to me. I was talking to friends. <laughs> I've never changed my mind. Really? I feel like if I see someone's comedy, I'm like, this is awful. I meet them. I'm like, what am I telling them? But they're cool. Yeah. No, like there's I was talking to friends who operate entirely differently where they're like, no, I'm open to like friends and like and they'll like get betrayed after like they're, they they had it. In That's me. And there it flipped. Mm -hmm. I bare my soul and ask everyone I meet to open a small business. And then I get very <laughs> hurt a lot. Or like when someone doesn't like me as much as I like them. Most of I, most of my friends would probably say I say no too much to everything. I have the opposite problem. You you should not you shouldn't do anything. Don't try and do something. 
don't ask me to do anything mm. no wrong dumb bad and then sometimes i'm like you know my bad that's we could have probably gotten food tonight mm. and mm. Then, i don't know i do you, what do you think that is shyness anxiety um probably a trauma response to like getting food getting food <laughs> so yeah i'm sure i don't know um yeah why why am i the way mm -hmm. i am someone probably hurt you along the way and yeah it's a self-protective yeah no barrier. that's i mean that's definitely it i was looking for a cooler way to say it which is what you should do when trying to understand your own trauma is try and paint it in a way that's shock a bra yeah it's loose hang loose yeah <laughs> uh, I just, just you with a yeah. like a therapist you're trying to like you know his first meeting trying to like talk through everything like i'm trying to have a more like shock a bra vibe <laughs> yeah when i like meet other people i'm like the coolest guy ever like that's me meeting my therapist for the first time like i'm really cool and nice and like just really chill yeah, yeah. no i don't know why i'm even here i'm actually doing really well you're like in a straight jacket <laughs> like in a hospital like i'm like really chill and cool i tell you what honestly past therapists i've considered my enemy hmm I did better help for about oh, six yeah. months. Such a bad experience. I, I was one of because they don't they just match you up with whoever they think is right mm. through like some weird algorithm or whatever. And I got this uh, religious therapist, like oh. a Christian therapist, at one point. And everything I would say, he either go, "Whoa, that's fucking crazy," <laughs> or funny. or and he go, "Matt, I know you're not religious." But there is a couple like scriptures, and I was like, ah. "I'll kill you, bitch!" <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, yeah. There was this fucking guy from Arkansas that they were like, he had just gotten whatever license he needed at a Walmart, I'm sure. <laughs> fucking, but he was just like, "Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, you really shouldn't be sleeping in that much." And I was like, "Yeah, I, I understand." Right. Like, okay, fucking Huberman. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What were you gonna say earlier? I was just gonna say you were talking about um getting to know people mm. and then getting hurt. She, um, Sarah met my friend Mitch recently, who Ooh. you also met. I've met Mitch a couple of times. Well, yeah, we were all uh, hanging out last night and uh, I was like, what do you think of Mitch to Sarah? And she was like, um, I don't know if he likes me or not. And like, that was the review of, of a human. I also said, I think he's really nice and he didn't get along with. I said that, you ignored that. At a certain point, she said I that, think I said that first. I think you're ignoring it. Well, we'll, we'll check the receipts. We'll check I, the receipts. I right. I can sometimes be like that too because I am because I'm very like put off by most initial meetings. Sometimes if I feel like someone doesn't like me, I'll check out. I'm like, yeah. I yeah. feel the same way. But I'm also I don't fault them for it all the time. Like there's people who come into my restaurant who are like friends with my coworkers, and they won't give me like a big song and dance. I'm like, we just don't have to be friends. Yeah, like we we can write that out. I want to be friends good. with everybody. Why do you think that is? Hmm. I don't know. I think uh, I just have an inherent need to be liked. Yeah, that. I don't mm. know where it, I don't know where it comes from. Where, where does that usually come from for people? I mean, I, um, I would say your parents are pretty mean to you, right? My, par my parents are pretty mean. Yeah. yeah. Or my parents didn't really like my personality. They thought I was like a bit of a dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I have an inherent. It's like no, your parents mistreated you. <laughs> 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 no, it's just there's something wrong with me. It was like, oh no, no it's your your parents. Yeah, yeah. just a gift from God. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, I just, I think I suck, maybe. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to rid myself of that desire. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd love to be fine 
with that some people don't like me. Mm -hmm. I would love to be less shy. Like um, I wish uh, I have a good amount of friends. I'm not like lonely, but just like when I go to social situations, a lot of the time I like isolate or I like leave or whatever. I think uh, I think I'd like to talk a l just a little bit less. Hmm. I think I agree with you. <laughs> I struggle with that. I think there's times where, and I think it started from like being a kid where I just like, I was never, both my siblings were much older, like not much older, but five and seven years older. And I was never going to say anything that was like smart. So I would just say something a little wild, some, you know, and I think I've kind of kept with that theme for most of my mm. life. And there's times where I'm like, God, what did I fucking just say there? And I'll, I'll kind of leave conversations like, I don't think I made any sense at any <laughs> point of that kind. Like, just nothing. Mm. And I think I, I'm i been a little better at it where I catch myself and I go, I didn't need to say that. But not the best at it. Hmm. Have you ever considered uh, giving yourself just like a time limit? Like For what? Talking? Who, no, like when people don't, who don't like exercising, a lot of people are like, just give yourself an hour. You can't go home until the hour's up. But like a lot of the times when you it's actually just, get oh. to the gym, like what if like. It's so overwhelming. Like, being at a party and not talking to someone is like kind of sitting there. It's, ugh, it's so. Well, go talk to someone. So overwhelming. Uh, what am I going to say though? Do you know what I mean? They should come hey. to me. Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm going to so go. so conceited. That's like. That's so rude. But then I know they want to talk to me. Who are you? No, I'm, I don't know if they want to talk to me. Like everybody wants to talk to I you. I think it's like conceited to walk up to someone and assume they want to talk to me. They're at a party. They want to talk to you. Not necessarily. And what if some? <laughs> what like, are you sick in the head? What if some like schmuck I talk to? Like, what about that? You know what I mean? What? What if I talk to someone and they're a schmuck? So know? that that was where. So my, then extricate yourself. But also, also, this is another thing I've noticed, which is I think is true in our dynamic. So a lot of time, I become friends with people that are friends with everybody, just because that's the only people who approach me. Nick <laughs> can't believe that I, <laughs> the people I know. Sometimes I tell him stuff, and he'll be like, "Are those AI? What did you say? Are those AI generated names?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like, "These people are dating." Yeah, now I I would say most of my friends here are also people who are like very well liked by people, and I think it's good to have them. But I also f find that to be overwhelming too, mm -hmm. like to be friends with everyone. Mm. I'd like I like my core group. I don't know. But Me when too. you said when you said time limit, I thought you were saying a time limit with other people. No, so I mean like, like I have to stay at this party for an hour. No, 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 no. But in my head, it was him going to a party. Talking to someone <laughs> for 10 like, minutes and goes, enough. you did not make the cut, man. <laughs> just walking out. And the thing is, I don't want to feel like a charity case. If, if it's any consolation, like, all we, of my friends want to be your friend. They can approach me and let me know about it. Maybe that. you can approach them. I'm busy. I got a Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> You're busy sitting on the couch at the party? Yeah. No, I'm busy walking home. <laughs> what are they doing? Like, um, I feel like a, a charity case sometimes at parties. Like if someone's like, Hey Nick, how are you? It's like I'm not a fuck. I don't like, shut up. Bag groceries at the store. Maybe that's just the way their voice is. Well, they should shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think that comes from? Being uh, Italian. What is it? Being Italian. <laughs> that have something to do with it. Just you're like annoyed with people. Yeah, I think that's part of it too. Well, you're a pretty confident person, so I'm surprised. But also, like, um, my dad's kind of the same way. He is very like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> What's this? 
No, he's just like annoyed by people. Oh, okay. Like if he's on a phone tree, I should record it. It's crazy. When he's talking, What's a phone tree. Like where it's like press one for English. Oh, okay. If you're looking for the accounting department, <laughs> press two. He's like, I just press two. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Fuck. that's such a dad thing. Oh, my dad's that way at the airport. <laughs> really bad. Then it was like, it was like, I want to talk to an associate, associate, associate. And then he talks to <laughs> it. And he yells at them like it's their fault. <laughs> it's just you just got to be impotent. I do that a little bit too at health insurance. Oh, that's one of my favorite things is seeing like an older person struggle with technology. Mm-hmm. Or he'll be like two, like he'll say the thing. <laughs> you're so God. Um, all right, you guys, this was very fun. We're oh, that over? That's like about it, honestly. Yeah, I was going to tell what you about the time my dad seven. threw a suitcase at me at the airport. Oh, I mean, we have time for that. We have, we have time for that. Say, we have time for that, Connor? Oh, yeah. okay, my dad's, yeah. my dad's trigger is an, is an airport. Um, and one morning we were flying to Colorado and we were at the airport really early, like 5 a.m. at Newark. And, you know, they make you put your check on your what's this? Check on. Check on. I was <laughs> carry on bag in the. On the scale. No. In, <laughs> to uh, fit the fit check. Oh, the, yeah. No. Yeah. You, I know. You yeah. put the check on on the fit check. <laughs> <laughs> and I had put so many sweaters because it was winter in Colorado into my bags and it was like puffing out mm-hmm. and it wouldn't go in and the woman wouldn't let me through and my whole family was through and my dad like threw his coat down and came back past the checkpoint where everyone was yelling at him and he took my suitcase out of the thing and he threw it on the ground and the zipper flew open and like <laughs> underwear and chargers went everywhere but in the process of throwing it he had hit a stranger <laughs> And then the stranger kept saying, I'm going to call port authority. But I don't know why he didn't just say the police. Yeah, right. Um, But he was like, I've been assaulted. I'm filing a report. And my dad like gets really red in the face and like he gets like he won't blink. It was really terrifying. And then I was sobbing and he made my siblings open their bags and redistribute my items. And he ended up making me leave two of my sweaters just there on the floor. God, he just... Like just fucking a path of destruction. Yeah, like everyone yeah. he touched just fucking left with so upset at him. Yeah, but that's my dad's version of the. And also another thing I thought of the uh, the tolls when you go through a toll on the highway, no matter the price, he's always like like scandalized by the amount of money that he has to pay for the toll. He's always like nine sixty. Like, he's like, how I'm gonna get the change? I don't have cash. And it's like, I'm sure you can figure this out. Your dad's trying to give you bits. Yes, um, my dad gets. Yes, he's like, your he's top a, dad bits. He's like, use bits about being tall. He gives me bits about being Does he tall. give you a line or he just gives you the... My dad no. writes me material. That's why I don't invite him to shows because mm. my dad's always like, you know, I got some bits. I'm like, this is my thing. <laughs> yeah. You have your thing. I, I got to give my dad some respect. Very good with boundaries. Oh, cool. really? Doesn't, he's, just, he's, like, he's honestly excited for me that I'm doing it. Not like overly supportive, but like I don't think he should be. Mm. Like I think they're excited that I like something, <laughs> but they're not like... This is it for you, right. you know. Like mm-hmm. the, some parents, I feel like that can be very like toxic. Where it's like, yep, like pressure. J- yeah, yeah, Johnny's gonna be in the NFL. <laughs> he's right. fourteen. I think we got it figured <laughs> yeah. out. And then you know he's nineteen, and he's not like this college starting quarterback. And it's like, well, I don't know. Maybe he should fucking go into I d- ditch digging or something. <laughs> this was kind of it for us. You know, he's not a thinker. Mm. <laughs> Matt, you're not really a thinker. Right? <laughs> More of a doer. Yeah. My dad uh, left me a voicemail the other day. He was like, I don't know why you have to be so, I think he saw one of my reels. And he was like, why do you have to be so vulgar and disgusting? Why can't you just say, I'm having a nice day. 
are you? <laughs> and I was like, that's the, he also that's wrote me comedy. a joke. He wrote me a joke. This is a joke. Okay. Why are Texans so angry about immigration? We should immigrate Texans. This is the wording. We should immigrate Texans to New York so they can shoot the rats with their guns. <laughs> That's the best. That's the real. And that's common enemies, folks. <laughs> uh, any plugs you guys want to do? Well, thank you for uh, having us. Yeah, no, Thank course. you for having us. Mm -hmm. I would like to plug... Um, You're going to plug our non current non-existent oh, yeah. pod? Yeah, so we're starting a, a pod, Nick and Sarah Ruin Your Nick Life. Nick and Sarah Ruin Your Life. NAS roll. NAS roll. Um, we have one episode recorded. We got a couple more coming up. Coming up scheduled we Huge. have different ideas of who we want on the pod like we had a dream pod note <laughs> and nick put down a bunch of famous comedians and and, and like advice it's an advice podcast advice so I, I know social work things so i put like a bunch of psychologists and stuff yeah. so i wrote like someone who has been to the deep sea <laughs> like what <laughs> wrote, one novelist. of them is novelists <laughs> i put a like magician just any novelist nobel like, prize winner <laughs> yeah we can have them all. Yeah, Nobel Prize winners. <laughs> like, what are we going to talk about? They're we're going to give them I know advice. Them. So yeah. that's the part is you give someone advice. Yeah, it's like, like okay. come on with the problem. Yeah, 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 maybe we'll have a problem. Uh -huh, but we're going to give like like President Obama. Like, we're going to give <laughs> him advice because he won a Nobel. Prize. Oh my gosh, you should put him on the list. Done. He'll yeah, be like, put, like he'll be like, like former presidents. You should, I'm too you know sexy. What, you know what you guys should do? You should get an Obama impersonator. That's a great idea. And um, then he can be like, how can I be a better Obama impersonator? Yeah, and you can... Let me be clear. That <laughs> was good. I'm gay. <laughs> Is that every... Can you do like Jimmy Carter saying he's gay? I'm gay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what he's saying. I don't, I don't, I don't, how does, what does Jimmy Carter say? I'm gay. I'm a peanut farmer. Hey, everybody. I'm gay. I was yep. a one-term president. <laughs> hey, my fellow Americans, I'm gay. <laughs> my fellow homo Americans, I'm also gay. <laughs> Nick, you're going to get canceled. All right, this is Common Enemies. If you want advice from us. <laughs> Wait, yeah. do your play. This is Nick. Oh, um, yeah, okay. So um, going on, uh, the summer tour is starting. Say your Instagram. I'm, I'm getting to okay, it. I'm getting sorry. to it. Summer tour is starting. going to be in Chicago this weekend. Do you see the weekend. annoyance he gets? Yeah. So Chicago this weekend. <laughs> Next weekend, I'm headlining Duck, Duck, Goose in Boston. Nice. After that, I'm going to be in the Woolen Mill Comedy Club with Ian Levy. Um, I'm doing a half hour there where I'm opening, but I'm doing the same half hour in Baltimore with Ian Levy and I'm co-headlining with him. Sick. Moving up. Um, week after that. And follow me at Sarah Adelman. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Adelman one. One. A-D-E-L. Yeah. Now follow me at Nick Viagas. At Nick Viagas. I'm at Sarah Adelman, S-A-R-A-H-A-D-E-L-M-A-N-1 or Sarah underscore Adelman on TikTok. Someone referred to me today as a TikToker, which is a slur. Um, and uh, yeah. You should hear and I run two you. shows, Disco Nap Comedy and Unladylike Comedy. Check them out. Check um, them out. Kiwi Bagel Comedy, next show, July 19th. Um, is that at 7th Street? Yeah. Do you like the space? I love yeah, it. That's awesome. I'm starting a show that's kind of like a, a brother show to Unladylike called Ladylike, where it's all men. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.